podcast from Hope Church Gainsborough. For more information, visit www.hopechurchgainsborough.co.uk. We're going to Galatians chapter 3, verse 26 through 29, but I just wanted to share this with you uh, quickly just to set the scene. Um, Yesterday was Hugo's uh, birthday party. It'll be six tomorrow. Scary. I'm now the proud owner of a six-year-old and a (laughs) ten-year-old. It unnerves me somewhat. So yesterday... You remember a few weeks ago, I mentioned this, but yesterday I was Hugo's dad. It didn't matter what I did. It didn't matter how I tried to tell them that my name was Matt. I was Hugo's dad, um, which is all well and good, but um, it's, it's a, little bit un- a little bit unnerving. I've got, uh, as my wife will happily tell you, I've got enough on with two. So, uh, so adding to the number of boys is, it frightens me. Um, so, as I say, I was, I was Hugo's dad um, by random kids. That's who I was all day. And it, and it did scare me, um, to be quite honest. But it got me to thinking, though, that, um, and I was reminded of God's promises to us. Um, when I say to us, I mean to the church. So, to us who have put our faith and our trust in him. Now, don't feel left out this morning. Um, If you've not yet done that, there's going to be an opportunity um, to be able to realize. But listen, pin your ears back. Don't miss truth, okay? Um, These are not my words. These are what the word uh, that God has given to us in the complete canon of Scripture. These are the words that he's given to us to show us that we can have life and life abundant, life eternal through the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? And you'll see what I mean about, um, about a all the kids calling me dad, and, and B, what it means then uh, to be part of this promise that God has given. Have a look at Galatians chapter 3, verse 26 through 29. It just says this, you are all sons and daughters of God through faith in Christ Jesus. For all of you who were baptized into Christ have clothed yourselves with Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek, slave nor free, male nor female. Listen, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. If you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. You see, you are all children of God. And I hear you say, who are? Well, all who have put their faith in Christ Jesus, all who have acknowledged him as their Lord and Savior, we are all then children of God. And there's no distinction between us whatsoever. Listen to what it says in verse 28. There is neither Jew nor Greek, slave nor free, male nor female, and that covers everybody, for you are all, you are all one in Christ Jesus. We are all one in the same. Heirs, the Bible says, to the promise. We are saved. We are rescued children of God. Why? How? Well, because of the work of the cross. Because of what Jesus has done on the cross. And then our faith then in Jesus Christ. 
who did that work. He was crucified on that cross. He was pierced, the Bible says, for our transgressions, for our iniquities, for our sin, the things that I've done wrong, the things that, um, that separate me from God. The Bible has told us so many times we are all sinners and fallen short of God's glory. That means I need a saviour. That means you need a saviour because you're part of the all. And if we grasp that, if we see that, we then are able to put our faith and our trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, who, yes, was crucified. He died on the cross. He dealt with sin, but the grave couldn't hold him, church. After three days, he rose again so that you and I, we could be more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. We could step into eternal life through him. Not of my own uh, merit, not of my own doing, but because of what Jesus has done, as I put my faith and my trust in him, I'm able to step from death to life. And I know, because the Bible tells me, that I will pass through uh, the, the valley of death as but a shadow, because death can, cannot hold what's inside of me. Oh, this will drop into pieces now. It worries me. This, that, it is what it is. But this... The soul that's inside of me, me, Matthew, what makes me, me, because of what the Lord Jesus Christ has done for me, because I've put my faith and my trust in him, then that means that I will go into an eternity with God. Amen? You, you have that same promise, church. You know, if that's not worth celebrating, I don't know what is. That is worth celebrating that we have a, a God who has given his best for us in order that we can step from death to life and we can spend eternity with God the Father. What a, what a joy. What a pleasure. What a privilege. People like you and me. Blows my mind. The promise uh, was brought into being, though, a long time ago. A promise between God and a man called Abraham, whose, whose name we've already had mentioned. Um, and if you go, well, you, you see in verse 29, if you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs to the promise, heirs according to the promise. And we have to go all the way back to Genesis. <gasps> That's a long way back. And who's got their Bible on them this morning? You go all the way back to Genesis. It's a long way back. Um, we spoil you, church, because it's all on the screen. Look at that. Incredible. Um, you are spoiled. I don't know whether you know this. Uh, but Genesis chapter 22 um, and, and verse 17, or let's go uh, verse 15 through 18. Uh, the angel of the Lord called to Abraham from heaven a second time and said, I swear by myself, declares the Lord, there's no one greater, listen, uh, that because you have done this and have not withheld your son, your only son, I will surely bless you and make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as the sand on the seashore. Um, your descendants will take possession of the cities of their enemies and through your offspring, or in the original translation is in through your seed, all nations on earth will be blessed because you have obeyed me. Now, this is a story right back in Genesis that tells us about Abraham and his son Isaac. And Abraham, God said to him, I want you to, to bring your son, bring the one thing, the promise that I have given to you, bring him to me, and I want you to sacrifice him. You'd be like, hmm. I'm not sure. <laughs> but Abraham, the Bible tells us that even though he knew that that's what God had asked of him, Abraham got up early the next morning. 
that would have been the one day that I would have had a lion. But, but no, Abraham got up early the next morning. He got the stuff ready. He got his son and off they went. And, and just as about, because Abraham's withholding nothing from God, and that's the key, just about to do what he needs to do, the Lord says, whoa, stop. And God provided a ram caught in the thicket, which meant then that the sacrifice could be replaced. It didn't need to be Isaac. It was replaced with a perfect lamb. Now, when you read those verses and you understand then what's going off, you can start to understand and grasp then this promise, this covenant that God has put in place with Abraham. I will surely bless you, verse 17, and make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as the sand on the seashore. Your descendants will take possession of the cities of their enemies. That's Gainsborough Church. We're having it. And, though you, and through your offspring, all nations on earth will be blessed because you have obeyed me. Abraham did what God had asked him to do. Abraham did not withhold his son of promise. He did not withhold him in any way, shape or form. So therefore, God said, I am going to bless you, Abraham. And because of you, Abraham, all peoples on earth will be blessed. And you say, how is that possible? How can all peoples on earth be blessed by one guy hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years ago? Because we worship a God who is faithful, amen? We worship a God who is generation. He is forever. The Bible says he's the Alpha and the Omega. He's the beginning and the end. He's outside of time. We don't have to worry about, well, it was a long time ago. Do you think he's forgotten? No, he has not. He does not forget. Abraham did not withhold his son of promise. He did what the Lord had called him to do. And then we get this absolute majesty then, all the way back in Galatians. And you think, well, how can these two tie together? Well, they, you know, I've heard it so many times. Well, don't, just ignore the Old Testament. Just focus on the new. Nonsense. Now, the Old Testament takes some understanding. But don't think that God wasn't setting a, a, a seed, wasn't, wasn't doing uh, and, and orchestrating a plan for something far greater than all we see in the Old Testament. He was orchestrating something well before you and I even thought about it. God had set about salvation's plan. And then even in Genesis chapter 2, all that way back, a long way back, that's a, a fair wedge of the Bible, isn't it? All the way back. We see that God had set out this salvation plan. And then back in Galatians chapter 3, but just a, a little bit earlier, in verse 16, um, listen to this. It says, the promises were spoken to Abraham, we've just seen that, and to his seed. The scripture does not say, and to seeds. You see what's happening here? Meaning many people, but and to your seed. And here's the revelation meaning one person who is Christ. You see, I ask the question, how can all peoples be blessed on planet Earth from that moment to now, and however that carries on, seven point something billion on planet Earth at this current point, and so many billions that have already uh, gone before us, how can all peoples on Earth be blessed? And his name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. You see, because what this means then is if that we are in Christ, 
We are heirs to the promise. You see, God set out a covenant with Abraham that said your descendants will be as numerous as the sand on the seashore. And because of the seed, because of Jesus Christ, that means that as we have put our faith and our trust in him, we've become part of that sand on that seashore. We've become part of those people who are blessed, who are saved, who are redeemed, who have been set free because Abraham was faithful, because God is faithful to his promises. And you and me, little old me, are here this morning and we can celebrate the fact that we are in that promise. We are here today able to call ourselves children of God because of God's son, Jesus Christ. You see the foreshadowing that happened with Abraham and Isaac foreshadowed, showed us a picture of God not withholding his only son, Jesus Christ. God was willing to do what needed to be done for you. I mean, that's just mind-boggling. But God was willing to do what needed to be done. Then that means, and, and this is how I tie the two together. You've been waiting with bated breath, I can tell. But that then means that we who are in Christ, we all get to call God Dad. You see, those boys that were in my van yesterday, they, they just called me Dad because that's what Hugo was calling me. They assumed that was my name. And then we got out playing football. And they were still like, Dad, Hugo's dad, I don't know what to call you. I've told you it's Matt. But anyway, but now you and I, we, we get to, not illegitimately, but absolute heirs to the promise, we get to say, Dad. Isn't that incredible? That we get to say, Dad, you know, our Heavenly Father has given what needed to be given in order for us to be in this position. We've not done it off our own back. It's not of our own merit, but all because of what God has done. That we, verse uh, chapter 3, verse 26 then, you are all sons and daughters of God through faith in Christ Jesus. We are children of God if we put our faith and our trust in him. And if you go back just a few books to Romans chapter 10, and verse, I'm getting excited now, can you tell? I'll catch my breath. Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10 says uh, that if you confess with your mouth Jesus Christ is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, the Bible says this, you will be saved. If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, then you will be saved. It's that simple. Now, don't think for a second that that means you can sit there this morning and go, I believe in God. I mean, you'd be daft not to. Now, listen to what the word says. He says this, that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, what makes somebody Lord? That they are your master that they are the beginning and the end of all that you think about, that what I do tomorrow depends on what God wants me to do, amen? That if I step out tomorrow, that's because God wants me to step out tomorrow. That if I think about what the future holds, I know that God is the starting point of that, that everything that I do in my life is built around God. It's built around what the Lord Jesus Christ has done for me. It's built around what God is doing for me. And because it's built around then the promise that I have that one day... Because of him, I get to go to glory. And I get to see my saviour face to face. That's what it's built around. So it's all right believing. But let me tell you this. The enemy also believes. 
The enemy also believes. Don't think for a second he's not read the book. I can assure you he has. But it will make no difference to his life whatsoever. Why? Well, because he is not willing to say Jesus is Lord. That's the declaration, church. That's the declaration from this pulpit, from every single seat in this place. That's the declaration that Jesus is Lord. It doesn't matter how we fluff it up. It doesn't matter how comfortable we get. It doesn't matter what we do in this place. That's the declaration from Hope Church. If we start deviating away from that, it's time to shut the doors. We are based around, we are centered on, we are built on Jesus Christ who is our Lord. And you, this morning, sat in that seat. You have the opportunity, listen, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, the Bible says you will be saved. You see, we're to believe, we're to confess, and we're to put God first in all that we do, making him Lord of our lives. You know, it's so difficult, isn't it? Um, and I've noticed, A, growing up, but also now having children of my own, that saying sorry is tough. I get in the way of a sorry. You know, pride, is that the word? I, I get in the way of a sorry. And it, it's sometimes so difficult to think, well, do you know, I, I've, I, so often Jack says to me, but I, I'm sorry, but I haven't done anything wrong. Hmm. You don't mean you're sorry, do you? <laughs> but... But the Lord's called us to, to, to repent, to say sorry of the sin in our life. You know, when we think about the cross and the cruelty and the, um, the harshness that the cross brings about, the crucifixion of the Lord Jesus Christ, it, it should bring us to a humbling position where, we, where we're able to say sorry for the sin in our life. We're able to say, Lord, I'm sorry for the fact that, that, that my sin nailed you to that cross. I'm sorry, Lord, for the, for the things that I've done wrong, the things that I've said wrong, the way that I've behaved. That's not brought glory to you, but Father, that's taken you. That's taken you, the Lord Jesus Christ, to that cross. And your obedience being nailed to that cross because of my sin. It was my sin that held him there. It was your sin that held him there. It wasn't the nails. It was the fact that he was willing to do what needed to be done for you. So then as we think on that, as we reflect on that, we have the opportunity to be brought into that promise, to accept and to believe, to become part of the family of God. And part of the promise then that I have a home in glory where my saviour waits for me and eternity waits for me with God, a place where sadness and death and sin no longer abide. It's a place that God always intended us for, uh, for us to dwell in, but we chose the opposite direction. This morning you have the choice to get back into that promise. This morning you have the choice to step from death to life, but will you choose the right step? Will you choose to take that step? It's such a simple step. The Bible has told us if we confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and we believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, then we will be saved but you have to make that decision we've sung a song that says you're calling us to the cross and that church is the truth you are being called this morning he is calling your name and he wants you to be able to call him dad and that only happens by the truth that we've read let's just pray 
Father God, this morning, we want to thank you for your word. We want to thank you for its truth. We want to thank you that it is life-giving, that it gives us the opportunity to step from death to life. Father, we want to thank you for your son, the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you for his obedience unto the cross, unto death, Father, for each one of us. And Lord, I thank you that the grave couldn't hold him. I thank you that sin and death were there defeated. And Father, I pray this morning that any walls that are in the way, any boundaries that we've set up, any ditches that we've dug, Lord God, that they might be smoothed over, that they might be broken down, that Father, that your Holy Spirit would move and that lives might be changed. Lord, I pray that your word would settle on each person's heart here this morning. And that, Father, if they do not yet know you as their own personal Lord and Saviour, that, Father, they will be brave enough this morning to raise a hand and to say, I, I want to be with Jesus. I, I want to make that claim this morning. I want to make that stand that I am his. Father, I just pray that you would speak into lives, speak into hearts, that nobody would leave this place this morning not willing to make that decision, but, Father, brave enough, confident enough to step forward and say, today's the day. Lord, we just want to lift your name high. Just bless us now as we close in worship together. Father, keep speaking into hearts. Keep settling on lives, Father, we ask that lives would be changed today. We ask this in Jesus' precious name. This has been a podcast by Hope Church Gainsborough. For more information, visit www.hopechurchgainsborough.co.uk.